It's already day two for the 31 Days of Dread. Welcome to October 2nd. Brightburn is our subject, so let's get to it. Welcome back, welcome back, and if you're new here, hi, I'm Peter A. DeLuca. I am your pop culture fanatic, I'm your movie fanatic, I'm your comic book geek. Uh, I, I guess everything but streaming. I'm not really big on streaming. I don't, I mean, uh, and I'm sorry, by streaming I mean binge watching. I don't do a lot of the, the TV shows. Look, I completely loved uh, the Marvel shows from Netflix and it is really hard for me to get into any of their season twos. I'm way behind. And that's just something that I felt like was was masterful. But anyway, yeah, I'm Peter A. DeLuca, another known as AKA Pad or just Pad, and this is my Audio Audacity podcast. Now you you could be listening to me on nearly any podcast platform, but if you want to forward the effort and become a part of the AKA Pad Army, I invite you, please. Leave a comment, leave a like, uh, you know, show this to your friends, uh, help spread the word because what we do here is long form film conversation. Okay, I, I, I don't like what happened with film criticism these last few years, especially when it comes to YouTube. Uh, you know, and like everything became a clickbait article when it came when it when it comes to even uh, film journalism. You know, and like uh, everything right now happening with the Joker movie is just insane. I guess that's pun intended. Uh, it, you know, like movies are dead on arrival for all the wrong reasons. And look, I don't like it. I don't like it. But you know, Captain Marvel and Solo are victims of this now. And, uh, you know, like, I don't want to live, I do not want to live in an age where Avengers Endgame is the last, the final, like, really big, like, Hollywood blockbuster. I want, I want a Avengers Endgame every few months. You know, like, that's, that's how much people love movies. That's how much I love movies. And that's what AK Pads Audio Audacity Podcast is all about. And that is what the 31 Days of Dread is. 31 Days of Dread, we just celebrate horror movies, uh, good, bad, new, old. Right now, we're in day two. This is the the modern block. We're going by twos here. The next block is going to be cannibalism. <laughs> day day four and day five. Uh, I mean, I mean day, day three and day four will be cannibalism. Uh, tomorrow will be parents with uh, you know, Randy Quaid. If you're not familiar with that movie, please look it up. Please look it up. Now, look, here's the funny thing. Uh, my original day one was this movie, and I did record about, like, a 30-minute episode discussing Brightburn. Uh, it, it was somewhat of a intro episode also, uh, like, intro into the concepts of the 31 Days of Dread. And so I, I see Midsummer, Midsummer. Uh, that was day one, and I immediately scrapped everything, and I actually had other episodes recorded leading into uh some of my other themes and like everything had to get scrapped because <laughs> i referenced what came before and what comes next per episode just to get you find people out there excited for what we're doing and look bright bright burns interesting if you're not familiar with the concept uh just imagine clark kent imagine the kent family imagine superman imagine kansas and just you take that origin, 
you take the origin of, of you're probably the greatest superhero origin of them all. You take that and you say instead of him being sent here to to save humanity and to help humanity, that little Clark Kent is sent here to to destroy uh, even his parents, and that is the idea of Brightburn. Now, for a while, when this movie was being built up. When you would uh, read about this movie, it was a James James Gunn horror movie, uh, you know, produced directed by him, and it, it was like that for for a good while. And then when the idea of Brightburn hit, some something weird happened. Uh, it didn't echo. It, there was no shockwave. There was no anticipation, which is very odd because anyone that did what he did with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One and Volume Two. And James Gunn coming from the school of trauma, Toxic Avenger. Uh, you know, like, he already has a horror background. He already has a slock background. I don't know how, like, you, you don't anticipate this movie. But no one seemed to care. And this movie came out earlier this year. It came out May 24, 2019. So, it, it was always on my list to watch. And, and when I finally got to see, I, I you know, I rented it. The first day it became available on Amazon Instant. It literally blew my head. Because it is, in my view, a perfect origin movie. And I know James Gunn has been in the news for the wrong reasons. I even did an episode on this. You know, I labeled what happened with James Gunn and his outing for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 as part of the fall and the end of Hollywood. There's a lot of that I agree with, but I guess like James Gunn got canceled and then he got uncanceled when it comes to the SJW cancer cancer culture. So good for him. Now, um, you know, like, am I? Do I still back Disney's decision with the firing? Uh, I 100 percent do, and and the reason for this is because it's still Disney. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, like it, uh, James Gunn was just associated with pedophilia. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. Okay, uh, I I have to respect and back that decision because it is a business after all. I mean, if I got accused of something like that, my my nine to five gig, yeah, I mean, my, you know, my head will roll, rightfully so. Uh, but yeah, so James Gunn comes with this idea, written. By James and Brian Gunn. And it took me a while. Like after I saw this movie. It took me a while to kind of understand what may have happened. See, it strongly borrows. It strongly pulls from the Superman origin. Okay. That is uh, near meaningless at this point. You know, Warner Brothers spent... A good time on a long ball bet, you know, like they're they're putting, you know, like they're they're driving to to play it safe. They're they're driving for for eagle, not birdie. I hope I got that reference right. And meaning they're playing it safe. If you ever watch Kevin Costner's Tin Cup, you know what I'm talking about. And. You know, like the the version, the the Zack Snyder arc from Man of Steel to, uh, you know, eventually, I guess what would have happened in Justice League 2. 
was this uh, redemptive arc to make you want Superman to be everything and for the world to want it and to crave it. And that's, you know, like he was doing the same thing to the audience that he was doing within the context within the story. You know, and and, uh, the, the Zack Snyder attempted origin of Superman was was relatively you know like a five six movie arc it it does not look like he's he's going to be able to do that i think warner brothers should have backed their guy i think he should let they should have let snyder complete it because worst case scenario is um if you don't like the uh direction of the movies which is kind of weird after seeing the birds of prey trailer that came out yesterday um you know, like you, 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 you can revert back. You could have reverted back and made the movies a little bit poppier, a little bit brighter uh, during all of this. You know, like Aquaman and Shazam still could have come out. Both of those movies should have had the Man of Steel. And I, I think the point I'm getting at is, I think Superman. I think the origin of the character himself. Just it, it, it people just don't care. They don't like it. They don't want it. Uh, it's not a part of the lexicon anymore. And it's sad. So when this movie came out and they pitched it as such, it j- it just fell flat. It, like, it didn't generate any type of excitement. And the cool thing about Brightburn is that this is part horror movie. It's part a serial killer, a mad boy with Superman-like powers stalking people and killing them, and you have the, the how, how are they going to die thrill as a viewer from scene to scene. And some of the deaths in this movie are just fantastic. Now, one of the contributors for this podcast, uh, I have two Marks. One's Mark, Mark with a mouth. And he's he's the resident, like, super geek. I texted him. I'm like, "Did you see this movie? Like, what did you?" And he, and he, he wrote back, "Missed opportunity." And uh, look, I don't know. I think uh, for like, how much did this movie cost? This movie cost between six to twelve million dollars. It grossed roughly thirty-three million. The end credit sequence for this movie sets it all up, or like the final, the the, the final moments of the credits. I'll say. I don't know how do you don't make another movie, okay? Everyone in this movie was great. Elizabeth Banks is awesome. Uh, we have, what's his name, from The Office, with, uh, David Denham, Denman, okay? He's in here. You know, he was the one originally dating Pam before uh, Jim got involved with Pam. You know, he's the guy that worked at the uh, warehouse. <laughs> if Look, I know all of you out there know Office lore. <coughs> Excuse me. And... Everyone in this movie is good. This movie is well thought out. It's well designed. The, uh, you know, I could go through the intricacies of the plot, but it, it relatively, it's like, it's not like the kid turns evil. He is sent here to conquer. That is very explicit within the narrative. And I just love it. I think it's masterful. Uh, at the end of the movie, they set up a superhero universe or other beings like him sent to earth to conquer and I mean, it's just like holy crap dude like they really swung for the fences they tried to put it all in this movie and the real horror of this movie like the the real issue is that the uh the, the film community all of you out there 
uh, you know, like everyone's sick of adaptations and sequels. And this was your responsibility to pick up on this movie and to carry the torch and to give it to be that audience so that we get more of it because it's still a original cinematic idea and that's what we need more of and that's a lot of what horror represents because you know like you, you can make it cheap you can make it with a good hook and you, you can start careers and you can start franchises you know very few horror franchises are are started on big budgets that's the majesty the majesty of horror that's why horror is so great and, uh, but look, look, everyone, you have to go watch this movie. It's a ton of fun. I completely enjoyed myself. Uh, I, I find it hard for someone not to. And I don't know, like, for, for, for the 31 Days of Dread, Day 2, Brightburn, I love you, and I'm signing out. And, hey, let's do it. Trick or treat, this is a treat. So let's go. Until tomorrow, until cannibalism, let's do it. I'll talk to you later.